All right, it's Tuesday. Welcome back to yet another episode of Swing the Twig. I'm Tommy Franks. Dominic DeRosa's here. Jeff Wilkinson's here. Anthony Colasano is enjoying his time at the Subway Series. Yankees versus Mets game two in the Bronx. Should be a good one there. Actually, it's going on live as we speak. Guys, what is going on? It's another Tuesday. Good day. Good season. We're already going uh, approaching to September. I, I, I can't believe it. It's a race. It's yeah, a race. Wild card races from both sides, respectively, too. It's uh, getting good with like 40 or so games left. Let me tell you something. I, yeah, was it yesterday, two days before? Did Albert Pujols have two home runs in one game? But yeah. he's inching yep. closer and closer to 700. He's, I, did we, did anyone here predict that he was going to 700? You know what's crazy? I predicted 694. So he heard me and said, he's at, six, he's at 693 right now. Yep. Yeah, he's so, close. What is your prediction? Do you think if he gets to this is what I was talking about with Justin earlier today as he's working in this and he's in the studio at the same time. Uh if Pujols hits six ninety eight home runs for his career, six ninety eight, and we got about twenty, you know, twenty uh games left in the season. You think he's playing every game? Oh yeah. Well they're gonna make the playoffs. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think 100%. he's gonna play every single day? 100%. To try and get it? Yeah. <laughs> He'll be batting like leadoff. Not really. No, I don't He'll know. He'll be about batting that. fifth, sixth. It's a, yeah, I would maybe even clean up. I think he's, he's batting six right now. Yeah. Speaking of which, I saw the, I was watching the, I had money on it, unfortunately. Cardinals Cubs this afternoon, game one. It was Adam Wainwright starting, and it was just, I don't know what happened. And Wainwright pitched well. He only gave up two runs. The Cardinals were like this big, like, tease, like a woman tease. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you thought you were getting something. Like, they were coming at, they were coming for you. Like, like you thought you were getting it and everything, and then all of a sudden it was just like it all fizzled out. Every single inning, they'd get first and second no outs, right. left them on. Um, mm-hmm. I think they had, what was it, bases loaded, I think, at one point with two outs, left them all on. They just had runners. They left so many runners on, probably at least 10 the whole game. That was so infuriating. They lost 2 nothing too. And I think that was their first loss in 10 games. Is it 10 games? They were on some nine-game win streak. Am I wrong? No, they were hot because Arenado yeah. and uh, I don't remember the streak. But Arenado and Goldschmidt were really feeling it together, doing really well. Yes, and that and that's that's the Cardinals' demo right now, and they're up in the division by I think quite a few games over Milwaukee at the moment. So that's and your prediction was Milwaukee to go deep, right? Yes, and they're disappointing yet again. <laughs> you know uh, something else too? Former Yankee Jordan Montgomery complete game. Yeah, don't remind, really good. Don't, don't remind me. He's got a uh, less than one ERA since joining yeah. the Cardinals. But I will say this: uh, eight Jeff, games, eight games. By the way, eight game streak. Eight-game streak? Thank you. Yep. So they snapped an eight-game streak. So Jordan Montgomery, here's what I will say. He never got run support in New York with the Yankees. Yeah. He goes to the Cardinals. Same thing. He he pitched a complete game shutout against the Cubs at Wrigley the night before to, uh, on Monday night. He gives, up one, he gives up zero runs, one hit. You guess how many runs the Cardinals score the entire nine innings? One. That's it. Mm-hmm. One. So, Jeff, sound any familiar? Monty not getting any run support? Sounds very familiar. Sounds all too familiar. Um, yeah. But, I mean, look, it it doesn't phase him. You know, it really doesn't phase him. You know, he, he goes out there and does his job. He doesn't look at the scoreboard. He doesn't look at how much help he's getting from, from his offense, if he's even getting any. You know, he just goes out there and he does his job. And that's the kind of mindset you got to have as a pitcher. No doubt. And that's, you know, that's Montgomery's, uh, you know, his strength. He just, he keeps the ball in the park. As long as he does that, I think he's a solid pitcher. 
Harrison Bader, I think, is coming back pretty soon, from what I heard. So cross your fingers on that for the Yankees. But so hopefully the trade, we can see how the trade pans out there. But I mean, you want to talk about injuries? Do you guys see Bryce Harper's rehab assignment for Lehigh Valley today? I didn't see it tonight. I just heard of it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's big for the Phillies, but you know, uh, that's not good for the Padres because of the whole race. You know, they, they gotta, but they do gotta be careful. He might be DH for the rest of the year anyway. So big to get that kind of bat out. Uh, what happened? Well, since I, I think he see. got a hit, he got a walk, and he and he tried stealing third oh, wow. of all things. He also and he got hit a, off. He also hit a home run today. Yeah, he mashed one out. Shoot, I missed it. I was watching the Phillies highlights, the, uh, the Phillies broadcast, and they never showed the home run. I'm, so, I'm shocked. So that's uh, that's that's stunning. But yes, Bryce Harper should come back. If Bryce Harper comes back to the Phillies, how far do they really get? How far can they really go in that wild card race? Dude, one MVP. Of course, but they still. Uh, I'm trying to be relatively real. I'm not really a Phillies hater. Uh, we like to we like to mock them though. Yeah, let's and not the lie. Fan base especially. Let's not lie. They, Jeff Jeff especially. They still they still need the pitching. Like I know they got Jeff Zach Moss. Wheeler. Aaron Nola's shown some flashes this year, like mm-hmm. his 2019 self, but. I don't trust it, man. Their bullpen, Syndergaard's hittable. Please give me a break with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but He's absolutely hittable. I just, the Phillies compared to every other team in there, are they going to really make a run in that NL? I don't think so. If they make the playoffs without Girardi, great. That's a good statement. But they got to go deep. It'd be a Cinderella story. So. Absolutely. That's going to be, you know, the Phillies. I would, I would love to see Harper back. I think the Phillies need Harper just as much as the Yankees need Giancarlo Stanton back in that lineup. A big yep. power bat, you know, maybe Harper has more speed, obviously, but big power bat regardless. You need that kind of power in the lineup. So that's that's something the Phillies really need coming in because their offense is really struggling now coming into this red series. So it will be very interesting to see how Harper comes back. But, guys, I mean, Dom, I mean, we got to point out the elephant in the room here with – with what happened today. Yeah, I'm, I, you had a very busy day, obviously. I don't want you to, hold, to tell the whole story to the world about your, your adventure today. But we can get, have you read the news today, the baseball news today? Anything that happened that you uh, found honest, interesting? No, I did not. Uh, I actually did not catch up with baseball until right at this point. Do you know anything that happened with Fernando Tatis today? He met with players, but I don't know what happened. He gave a press conference right. today yeah. with Preller. AJ Preller, the general manager. Yes. Wow, we're breaking news to Dom. I love it. Yep, cool. Um, so yeah, he he had a day. yeah. Day. No, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. Well, he had a presser with AJ AJ Preller, and he talked about you know his his um his situation, and he was talking about his the whole thing. He was so apologetic. You want to hear it? I mean, Dom hasn't heard this yet, Please. Jeff. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll play it here right now. But this is Fernando Tatis I heard speaking. It either. Ooh. Wow, we're breaking news to everybody right. here today. No, right, I, 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 was look, I was looking at other news. <laughs> uh, I would like to start this day just by saying I'm truly sorry. I am. Uh, I'm really sorry. Uh, I have let so many people down. I have lost so much love from people. I failed. Um, I failed for swallowing. You get the gist, right? Yeah. I failed. It's kind of hard to hear because they did it in the dugout. Yep. By the way, who the hell does a press conference in the dugout? 
Yeah, you gotta do it in a press conference room. Yeah, isn't that kind of strange? It is. Apparently, Justin wow. over here, he works at SiriusXM. He tell he does all the cuts for all the interviews and things like that. And he tells me that they did this with uh, Justin, who was the player again that they did that for. Josh Hader. Josh Hader, thank you. And um, so they had they had Josh Hader's thing in the dugout too. They did. Speaking of Josh Hader, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, light a fire, right? We'll be okay. Jeff texted me on IG. And why did you guys trade for Hater? Uh, hey, you can't. No, that's not. That's wait, not Jeff, fair. Wait, was it? Like that's that? not fair. Yeah, yeah, I texted you that. Yeah, that was it. Listen, we're that's not be fair. Fine. You can't. You can't armchair quarterback that. It's a good trade in the end of the day. And look, you know what? We have versatility in the bullpen. Luis Garcia, Tim Hill, if you want, he's actually been pitching better. Uh, Josh Hader, uh, Robert Suarez, who's been actually doing much better. You know, you got versatility in there. So, I'll live with it. Hater will figure things out. You can't armchair quarterback yeah. a trade. I'm sorry. It'll be fine. And so will Tatis go into that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It'll be fine. The More than fine. He homers or does something clutch, like a walk-off winner, or something big that gets Pecco especially going at home, they're going to be roaring the crowd. He's going to be hyped. He's going to feel the love again. We'll be fine. Now, you, have, you haven't been on social media today, obviously. Have you, judging by how you generally know Padre fans, how do you think they're going to react when they when they see the Tati stuff? They see him apologizing, saying that he failed. Do you think they're going to be accepting and supportive of this? He is getting shoulder surgery now. That was the other yes. part of news today. Yes, yeah, I, I don't know if you that. saw that. Okay, mm -hmm. that was in the press Which conference too. Yeah, good. oh, that's absolutely good. So, here's the thing: Padre fans are going to like that because they even said right away, "All right, just get the shoulder surgery, boom, boom. You yeah. know, just get that over with. You got plenty of time." Now with this, they're going to be like on Twitter. Listen, I accept his apology. We all make mistakes. We're all stupid. You know, whatever mm. happened to me today was stupid. So they're going to say, oh, well, we have Hassan Kim, which, yes, he's been <laughs> phenomenal. You had to see the play he made uh, in short left, shallow left field the other day, put his whole body into it. He's been great that in 255 plus. So he's improving. But at the end of the day, man, I accept his apology. Not everyone's gonna, whether you're a Padre fan or not, but you all learn from your mistakes one way or another, whether it's tough love or not. He'll be okay. Absolutely. I totally He'll agree. Okay. And that's, you know, I, I just wonder if Padre fans feel the same way. Yeah. The rest of the Padres. I think we all have to calm down. He's serving the suspension right away. He's not a, he's not wasting time like Trevor Bauer did with all the appealing nonsense. So that wasted even more time on his suspension. Get the games over with. Yes, yeah. exactly. Padres, if they make the playoffs, even better. Go deep. Come on, do something. They have a talented team. They know it, and you just go from there. You want to hear another positive part to this that you haven't mentioned yet? You won't have to worry about a shoulder exactly. when he comes back. Thank you. He's not going to have to worry about a shoulder. And you know He'll what? be fine. Look, you know what? I know that motorcycle accident kind of sucked and stuff, right? But that wrist injury, imagine rushing the kid back from a wrist injury where, mm -hmm. you, where a lot of that swing goes, let alone your shoulder, in yes. your wrist to yes. turn on yes. pitches. So... Rushing him back, especially in a playoff atmosphere, so much pressure. That would have been scary. Every every pitch thrown, I would have been kind of like biting my fingernails. So, you're gonna like this too. He's spending most of his off season in San Diego, the yeah. bulk of his off season. Good. Don't go to the Dominican. Why would you go to the Dominican? Fishy anyway. Yeah, don't go do it. David Ortiz nearly got killed there. Exactly. You're living in San Diego. You got three hundred million dollars plus on your plate. Enjoy your life, man. I think he's much safer in San Diego than I, he is I in Dominican too. Republic. I do too. So, yes. And so he stays and 
if he goes home, he goes to Miami. I know he's from Miami, but he doesn't yeah. go outside the U.S. and stuff. So. Can we can we jump a little further north here? Because we're trying to get to this as quick as possible, but we can jump a little further north in California here. The Angels. <laughs> I mean, is that not – it's not – I mean, I have I I had fifteen dollars in my wallet. I'm willing to put that out there to purchase the team. I have I had fifteen dollars in my wallet, cash. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Angels are selling. Um, the Angels are considering selling their team. The owners are. So that's this off season. Yeah, that's news. Like mm-hmm. get rid of Angels Trout, are considering Otani. selling. No, selling the team. Oh, okay. Well, not sellers like the players. It might come to that. No, 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 no. We're talking about selling the team. Right, yeah. Cool. Please do them a favor. They're like on a dog leash chained up. But is Jeez. it really is it really the owner's fault though? I think they're cheap. But they I also mean, they spend a lot of money. They're also incompetent yeah. on their money. When they spend it big, I they think spend that's, it on they spend yeah. it on guys that have yeah. been injured that don't know how to get their careers back because they can't. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well here here. Well, here's the problem. You know, when when Moreno, when he acquired the team, uh, they were coming off that World Series win. You know, um, emotions were high. People were expecting big things. And for the next decade or so, they were a good ball club, you know, and they spent a lot of money to get guys like young Bartolo Colon, uh, Kelvin Escobar, uh, Vlad Guerrero Sr., you know, so they... They got those big name guys off of free agency, and it worked out for them then. And I think ever since they've been kind of stuck in this mindset of, oh, if we throw enough money at these supposed high profile players like Anthony Rendon today, like Shohei yep. Otani today, mm-hmm. then then they might be able to recapture some of that. And it just hasn't worked out for them. They're stuck in that mindset. And it's, it's just not going to work. That that's not how today's game is played. Unbelievable. Yeah, you you hit the nail on the head there with that. And I mean, if we had to do a a good guess on how much this Angels team is worth, what is the actual? What's a good estimate on how much this Angels team is, without looking it up? Obviously, without yeah, looking I'm it up. I'm I'm not going to say because I looked it up before before this podcast right, half the number. Let's say... let's have Dom and I guess this. Three billion. Three billion? No. Is that is that too high? Is that too low, Jeff? Uh, it is higher. It's higher. That's what I figured. Four and a half. No, Six. the your your get. Oh, I'm sorry. Your guess is higher than their value. Oh, oh. Other way. Gotta go the other way. Right. One. Two. No. Dollar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Seriously. Uh, uh, nine eighty yeah. mil. Nine no, million? it's more than that. More than All right, that. It's in the billions. All right, let's 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 just cut to the chase here, yeah. Jeff. What's the number? Two point two billion dollars as of March. Okay. Two point two billion dollars. Interesting. So we were close. Yeah. You were close. Kind of. Would you say three million? Four. He said four. Three. <laughs> three. <laughs> he he said three billion to start. Yeah. Three billion. All right. So he was close. He was close. Two point two. Anyone got two point two billion dollars on in their wallet just to throw out? Yeah. Right. All you gotta do is hit a parlay. Yeah. (laughs) Good luck on them paying you out. Um. Okay. Well, if they're gonna sell for two point two billion, what would you? Okay. What would you do first? If you were, if you, if you were able to buy the team, 
by the freaking Angels, what's the first thing you would do with this team right now? I would, uh, I don't know about you, Jeff, but I'd trade Mike Trout. Everyone, you would trade Mike Trout? Everyone's tradable except for Otani. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. So why would you trade Mike Trout and not Otani? Love Trouty, but like the guys, Age? the guys a little, yeah, the, the contract injury prone now. Yeah. It's just, it's unfortunate. Try and get them to a team that's desperate and uh, get prospects and players in return. You, and I, look at the horde that the Nationals got for Soto. Arguably, I think they got a good amount. Imagine what some team would get for Trout. I know it might be a little bit weaker because of his past with injuries, but mm-hmm. still, I, I would uh, I would do anything in my power to get rid of it. Jeff, what would you do with the Angels if you uh, bought the team? That's tough. I mean, he's really, the, he's really thinking. The if we're looking at it from a purely business standpoint, the the right yes. move is to pick one of Trout or Otani and build around them and get rid of the other guy, sell him, get whatever you can out of them. And if, if we're just looking at it logically, then you keep Otani and you keep Mike Trout for pretty much the same reasons that Dom said, but also because Otani's younger. Otani appeals to a larger demographic group so they can so they can keep fans coming into LA. Not that they really have a problem with it in the first place, but it'll it'll definitely help them. And he's a two way player, you know. He he does almost what Mike Trout does on one side of the ball, and then he pitches on top of that. At his age, you really cannot beat that. Um, getting rid of Mike Trout and his contract also is going to allow them room to hopefully pursue some mid-level free agents like a D, like a D, G, D, D, DJ LeMahieu-esque oh. player. You know, start filling in those gaps, not with expensive free agents, but these mid-level around like 10, 15 mil free agents. Yeah, that's a great start. That's a really good start. But, I mean, there was a lot of hype around the Angels in the offseason. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a lot. When they mm-hmm. acquired Syndergaard, who they just traded away to Philadelphia, when they realized Trout's coming back, and, they, oh, my God, Trout, Otani, Rendon's coming back. Rendon's going to be fully healthy. And you have all these guys that can just play really well. And what does it fizzle out to? It fizzles out to 25 games, 25 and a half games back in your division. Yep. 25 and a half? They always start off hot and then they get cold. Let me tell you something. I think it's more the pitching. This is like the Nationals. It's more the pitching. I also think it could be the hitting. Is the hitting? You think it's the hitting too? Besides those two guys, that Rendon contract was stupid. Remember when they hit seven solo shots and they lost? Yep. Yeah. It was just recent. Was. And, you know, that's pitching to me. It's yeah. all pitching. It is pitching for sure, but you, you know they, their offense really besides Otani and Trout. That's true. Also, not enticing. Yeah. No, it's not. That's the problem. You know, you have three. It's top heavy, right? You got three good guys and Jared ma- Walsh too. Jared Walsh ain't bad, but you yeah. got. But he's not. He's not on par with those two. Trout and Otani. No. Rendon's kind yeah. of below where he he, pe- he put it this way. Rendon peaked in DC. Yeah. Ever since DC, he, he hasn't he hasn't done anything, right? So yeah. there's that to, there's that to remember too, so it's very top heavy. You know, you got all these good hitters, but you can pitch around them. It's relatively easy. Trout can homer in a game against the Rays like he did tonight. What's that gonna do? The rest of your lineup ain't gonna produce. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. They're twenty five and a half games back. They're and they spent so much money. 
They just get they just got rid of Tyler Wade too. Again, yeah. Again. Tyler Wade went to a to his hometown and then he goes right back to where he was in New York before heading out to the Angels. How about well, Scranton Scrant technically, but yeah. Mm, organizational, yeah. He organizationally went back to the Yankees. But yes, Jeff mm-hmm. is Jeff is technically right. But that's unbelievable. And and this comes at the heels of Joe Madden ripping the Angels front office too for everything that we've talked about. Yep. That you guys have pointed to with how you'd fix the team when you bought it. So there's that too. It's just that's a really, really messed up situation. All right, Jeff, before we go, let's talk about fantasy before we <laughs> scale out of here. I didn't look at the score. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I lost two straight. Did you beat did you beat Jeff? I'm going No, we're playing me. each other right now. Yep. You and Anthony, Jeff and I. Well, what are you laughing for? Who'd you beat? Anthony? Oh, I kicked Anthony's ass. Oh, By you, how much? You creamed him. <laughs> how much? I I I I think for Anthony's um I think for the sake of Anthony's sanity, uh <laughs> we shouldn't score? say the score. No, let's say it. Come on. <laughs> say, it. <laughs> say it. Say it. Say it or I say it. You say it, because I'm still trying to pull it up right now. Well, me too. Uh well, <laughs> uh, did you win or lose? I have no freaking clue, man. You lost. Tom Tommy lost to me. I beat him. By how much? Did you cream me too? Uh no, it was close. It was within like twenty points of it, I think. It was pretty close. Yeah, so here's what happened. Yeah. Tommy, I think you were up at one point, like slightly. I probably was. So yeah. Jeff won three fifty one to three thirty one. Jeff's won two straight. That's gonna break this week. Uh Tommy, you lost four straight after winning two a couple I, weeks ago. I, I okay, so I lost four straight after going through a whole freaking round of killing you guys. Yeah. And then yeah. Anthony might as well have the white flag up. I won 418 to 179. Am I still up on Anthony? Check that. As long as I'm up one game on Anthony, it's really all I care about. 418 to 179. Like games-wise. Am I ahead of, a game ahead of Anthony, right? We You're both, up, you were up 78, I think you are. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I mean the standings-wise. No, he, yes. he's, Tommy's down 7856 right now. Wait, but stand. Oh. I'm asking standings-wise. Am I a game yes. ahead? You're 5 and 13. Yeah. He's 4 and 14. Sick. <laughs> And it's a I race think, to the tank. I I I think you have the series against him. I'm not I'm not Jeff too sure. Just too good. Oh man, yeah, you guys have a stacked team. I mean, I, I mean, I can't believe that. You know, you guys have had such a really good year, but it's it's too funny. <laughs> Dude, it's been fun can, for you guys. Can huh? can we talk about really quick? Can we talk about Cabrera? Miggy? Holy, holy cow. Yeah, what Yankee Cabrera. Oh, oh no, Oswaldo Ye- Cabrera. Yankees Cabrera, yeah. Ah, our Cabrera. We completely missed it. How holy miss cow. It? This dude right. has been incredible. I think defensively he's been d- incredible. Yeah. Hitting-wise, he's he's got some work. But I think defensively, he's showing all signs of, I want to play in the majors. Today. Yeah. Yeah, he he's been incredible. He's made he's made a leaping catch at the wall. He just made a ridiculous put out just now, um, to to save a run. I think pretty much he made a Derek Jeter esque throw. He made he a Derek Jeter esque diving catch into the stands. Yeah, into the net. Really nowadays, in, in the span of like a week, he's done all of that in like one week. 
He's showing all signs that he wants to play in the majors. Case closed. Yeah. Yeah. Every he, day. He's got the heart and he's got the drive. And right now he, he definitely has the defensive ability to stay in the majors. You know, I know he's hitting 130 right now, but, you know, the hitting's going to turn he'll, around eventually. He'll, he'll get there. He'll get there. I mean, that's the that's the trend with the Yankees. That, that's with every team, though. That's let's not kid ourselves. Every mm-hmm. team has young prospects that look like they're better than the current team when the team's in a struggle because the young prospects know that that's really you know they they don't get many chances and that's their one chance. They don't want to blow it, right? Yep. It's like the Eminem song. You you, you miss your ch- you know you don't want to miss your chance that you got. So the young guys, the the minor leaguers that come in like Oswaldo Cabrera. Jeff, we saw this with Greg Allen last year, now currently in the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're one of the fastest guys. You know, mm-hmm. those, these young players, are sometimes they look like better than the current major league players. Because yeah. they, put, they put in the extra, extra effort because they know their spot is not a guarantee tomorrow. They could be sent down as soon as the game is over. They know this. That's why they put in that kind of effort. Oh, if yeah. they knew... If they knew they had a locked position for the rest of the season, they probably wouldn't play with that same effort. I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah, same 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 thing with Adley Rutschman. You know, not not oh to say God. like not not to say like his job's in jeopardy or anything because like no. come on, let's be let, let's be honest. Who else is Baltimore going to pull up or sign, you know? But like Oh, no, he's literally this, the best catcher. Yeah, this th- this dude knows, you know, like he's got to be the catcher. Or it's back to the drawing board for them. You know, they've hyped this guy up for a good while now. And he had to live up to the hype to and help out the team, help out himself. Great point. And all credit to Adley because I saw his interview at the Little League World Series the other day when he was – they had that Little League game, the Red Sox and the Orioles did. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I got to see Adley's interview with uh, ESPN guys that do Sunday Night Baseball. Let me tell you something. He's That kid's got a head on his shoulders. Adley Rushman mm-hmm. does. He looks – if you look at the dude – if you, first of all, if you watch him play, if I can admire Adley Rushman for just a few seconds here, he looks like the guy that's been playing in the majors for five years already. The way yeah. he's conducted himself, the way he's playing, it's almost as if he's a veteran right now. And the truth of the matter is he's only been playing for two months. Yeah. Yep. He's only dare, been in the majors for two months. Dare I say, dare I say – the way he's conducting himself right now is very Mike Trout-ish. Very much like Mike Trout when he broke and into the a... league and when everyone started loving Mike Trout. That was one of the reasons why. He's just one of those guys you love to love. And sh- and can I please remind you, this dude is a freaking catcher. Mm-hmm. He's a catcher. He's not a first baseman. He's not an outfielder. Mm-hmm. He's not an infielder. He's a catcher. Catchers are not generally good hitters. Nope. Not with high averages. Certainly not like Adley Rushman. Guy can bomb the ball, too. He gets these nice, hard line drives. He doesn't even pull. He could spray it. Yeah. I love this guy. There's nothing to dislike about Adley Rushman's game. He's a, and he's a switch hitter. So let alone yep. having to catch and know how to play defensively his whole life, he had to work from both sides of the plate in the batter's box. Can I, can I tell you something? He's got a 259 batting average first two months in the majors. 259. Have you that's, seen a better? That's good. Have you seen a better rookie catcher? Rookie catcher. Make sure you remember those two words, because that's hard to come by. Okay, 259 for a rookie in general. Eh, all right, you're average. That's, but a that's catcher? good. 
It's good. Yeah, it's good. But a catcher? Oh my god. Yeah. That's a great start. That's that's phenomenal. I mean, just think about that. You know, it's it's unbelievable what he's been doing this whole entire season. Kid's good. If Baltimore ever yep. trades him, it'll be the biggest mistake they ever make. Could you imagine? And if they ever traded him, it'd have to be for two phenoms. Yeah. Mike Trout and that's Troy what he, Otani. That's what... Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think he's worth as much as that. No, no. But he's certainly he's certainly worth a lot. If you're going to trade him, he's worth he's worth a lot to trade for. Like, you, you, you'd have to get the whole bag. Not a Juan Soto, but he's... He's definitely, um, I think, everything he's hyped up to be as a hitter and as a catcher. Yep. Is, can you find anyone better than Adley right now in any Yeah, I think as a uh, the Yankees' top prospect, Jeff Wilkinson, he goes behind the plate, too. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Throws down the signs. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adley's having a year. It's really crazy, you know, and that's that's the awesome part. Well, do we dare mention our free pick of the week? I mean, we have to mention that one more time. That's right. I mean, free pick of the week, it cashed so easily. Jeff couldn't even make the podcast. It's still one. Raise over the Royals. It's it's now 10 and 9 in free picks now, I think, or 11 and 10. We're one above 500. We can't seem to get two above 500. Vegas won't let us. But <laughs> we're near there. Um, but, yes, we're doing really well in free picks. Rays beat the Royals all as well. So that was pretty awesome. Anything you guys want to add before we – Close out. Anything? Uh, Tony Larusa is a clown, but I think that's something we all knew. Yeah, that does not really change. That's true. <laughs> that, that's true. That, that that Jeff, what Jeff just said, is one of the most obvious statements. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, you have anything else? Man, uh, Yankees suck without Joey Gallo. Ah, uh, a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Well, we well, I mean his. His time in the Dodgers is certainly uh, one to watch. I will say that much. Hey, so we're going to have some more discussions here about Swing the Twig here within the next few weeks. We'll be updating you more and a lot more information. Um, We got a lot more on that. We're going to do that pretty soon. There's a lot more in the works for the future of this podcast. And obviously, we're trying to improve every single day, not just the podcast, but all four of us are. So we'll be in that. uh, We'll be discussing with you guys what happens uh, before the playoffs and, you know, cause we're coming at the time at the end of the season. So we're going to have to really, you know, talk to you guys soon about that. So, cause we do every year, we, we always talk about the future of the show because, and guess what, Dom, you know, the anniversary of our first swing, the twig episode is coming. That'll be coming tomorrow. Oh, I was going to say next Ooh. week, August 24th was our first swing, the twig episode. Holy crap. It's been a year. It's been a year. So happy one year to swing the twig. I mean, that's, that's, you know, something to celebrate. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one full year deserves an applause. Yeah, I felt like yesterday, you and I were here. And Justin. And Justin. And Justin. Justin was Remember, here. Ethan was on our screen. Ethan was on our screen. He's He was great. Now he's writing for the Cubs. Yep. What he does is, great stuff for Sports Illustrated. So is he working for the Phillies now? I don't know. I have to ask him that. Yeah, we got to figure that out. It doesn't seem like it. He hasn't. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on that. He's doing good work writing for the Cubs, regardless on on Sports Illustrated. That's our former host Ethan Dewar we're talking about. So it's been a long time, and now we got Jeff and Anthony. And Swing the Twig is really for a year. And it's been something. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> Every single week, we we put 
We've had content here every single week for a solid year. We haven't really taken much time off ever from this. Everyone's pretty much been committed to this. And we've had a couple changes throughout, but it's been but it's been really, really awesome. I mean, Justin's a former host, but he pops in. He's here right now working and talking to us at the same time. That's cool seeing him work. Yeah, so he's he's uh so he's having a good time here as Dom's just watching him right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask him questions after the show. I'm curious. This yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, this it's cool. a it's a lot. It's a lot. He's definitely having having more fun than he was on the podcast, it looks like, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> All right, we'll close it out there. But we'll see you guys on Friday, and uh, we'll talk to you all then. And enjoy your week. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twig podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five-star review, and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at SwingTheTwigPod, or you can go on Twitter at SwingTwig.